Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Born Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad, but joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on? Oh, I am all coronationed out, Chris. Big parties for oh, the yeah. King's coronation over the weekend and uh, um, inexplicably I've managed to damage myself so hard I'm having what could only be described as a three-day hangover. Isn't every day a three-day hangover for you, Pete? Well, <laughs> at this age, it seems that um, <laughs> when I get uh, that merry and have that much fun, um, the fun just continues for three days afterwards, it seems. So uh, I've got a slightly sore throat. Um, I feel a little bit foggy in the brain. And uh, it's just all going very well indeed. <laughs> I, I just had no idea my body had the capacity to punish me in this way. But turns out that's what 42 looks like. <laughs> <laughs> how did you uh how did you celebrate well did you get up to well, we had, a, we, we had the most floor. rainy uh we had a big rainy party in the street um saturday was the day that uh charles got cor- coronated mm. coroned um he got coroned uh and we uh all had a big party in the street and and that was a very rainy day some people chose to have their parties on the sunday and it was a very sunny day uh and that was the sensible day to do it but we had a very rainy day we had um a penalty shootout competition. I put a Prince Charles mask and ears on and uh, saved some penalties from the local kids. Uh, <laughs> we had uh, the craffle, the crap raffle, where we raffled off uh, pieces of crap from people's houses. Uh, and we also uh, did Guess the Crisp flavour, which was always very popular. That came back from the Jubilee celebrations we had. So, uh, yeah, it was, it, it was pretty good. Uh, Neil, our neighbour, uh, buys 10 bags of different kinds of crisps, puts them in a bowl, and you got to guess what brand and what flavour they are. It's quite a good game. Oh, I mean, how was the whole monarchy? Like, how was it all perceived? Because um, I mean, I followed it on the news. I wasn't. I'm. I'm. I'm kind of ambivalent towards the royal family, but uh, I guess everyone just sort of got swept up in the celebrations. But obviously, a lot of the media revolved around people protesting and how they were sort of dragged away before mm. the coronation had even begun. Actually, in Japan, the only real news coverage that I saw were uh, some protests, because uh, Japan obviously has its own monarchy as well, and uh, some people mm. here are against it. And yeah. there was some protests in Shinjuku, and then three ultra-nationalist trucks turned up, which are usually run by the Akiza, and started just screaming out of these speakers really loudly to uh, to drown them out, <laughs> and uh, quickly overwhelmed them, I think. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, what was the general atmosphere? It seems like a 
generally positive atmosphere back home, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess so. I think people um, in in Britain just generally in, enjoy a party. Um, there were, you know, there were several protests and stuff, and an know, excuse I'm, to I'm certainly, yeah. I'm certainly not a monarchist, but I do like drinking, so um, mm. I, I enjoy myself. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the the, the um, behaviour of the Met and City of London Police uh, was less than ex- exemplary uh, in this kind of weird um, kind of pre-crime arresting. Uh, and their, yeah. their social media um, comments before, during, and after uh, was astonishing as well. Um, yeah, it's it's all it was all a bit of a shit weekend for them and a shit weekend for anyone who cares about uh, love and liberty. But uh, a great weekend for anyone who loves um, uh, diamonds that were stolen from halfway around the world <laughs> in, a, in a big crown, yeah. in a nice big crown. Oh God! Well, speaking <laughs> of. Speaking of stolen, the interesting news over here, while that's been going on, is uh, there was a little bank robbery in Ginza. And, uh, you know, you don't see that many bank robberies play out in Japanese media. You've seen the video, right? So basically, it they're all wearing, like, V for Vendetta face masks, and there's three of them, I think, and they pour into this jewellery store in downtown Ginza, and they're smashing it up with crowbars. They're taking yeah. the jewellery and sticking it in a bag. It's kind of like a, like a scene out of the movie Heat or Beverly Hills Cop 2. And... Uh, Nobody, there's quite a, like, a crowd of masses uh, watching it, witnessing yeah. it, but nobody really gets involved, apart from one woman who goes up to the building, up to the jewellery store, and just gently closes the door. Gently closes the, the door on the, on, robbers. The, on the burglars. No escape. Yeah. yeah. What do you I mean, make what, of it? What were they stealing? They, they look like they were stealing watches or something. They were stealing some, some valuables that are very easy to uh, ship. Yeah, yeah, it was... And, watches, and then, diamonds, and then they just million dollars in, worth. They just got in and in, got out and uh, got into a responsible um, family people carrier, and they, <laughs> they just <laughs> Well, they didn't drive it particularly responsibly. They shot off down the road, didn't they? But yeah. I think uh, already they've been caught. I saw a video uh, posted a few hours ago of one of the guys, one of the suspects, trying to <laughs> climb up a ladder on an apartment block building to escape. Right. And then he sort of gets up to the sixth or seventh story on the outside, and he's like, "Oh fuck oh, this!" And he just down. gives up and just yeah. comes down. Um, great robbery, great, yeah. great robbery, just great robbery. But, do, uh, do we know who did it? Do we know who perpetrated it? Do we know who? Why they? Well, I mean, why they did? It? Why did they do it, Chris? Why did they do it? Well, I don't know them personally, um, mm. but <laughs> I think I think there were just some guys from Chiba or Saitama. Right. Doesn't really narrow it down, I, does it? I, I, I think watched... they were part of an organised crime group, though. Right. Okay. I mean, it's slightly disorganised the way they went about it. I uh, watched a film disorganised where crime. Uh, it's just a big. There was just a lot of people getting killed and fighting on a on a bullet train. That's it was called Bullet lovely. Train last night. <laughs> oh very, god, that film's awful. Very, <laughs> it was all right. It wasn't too bad. I expected much it was worse. Pretty bad. I expected much worse, to be honest. But uh, it was just nice to see. Um, Bad Bunny, who's been wrestling over the weekend in Puerto Rico, he's uh, he sort of brought WWE down there, and uh, uh, and 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 as expected, it's a hell of a popular popular show. It's good, good, good. It was fine. It was fine. It wasn't too it's, bad. It's got a decent cast. It's, it's got, got like Sandra cast. Bullock yeah. as secret lady who only exists on a smartphone. It's got yeah. Brad Pitt. There's a lot. It's there's a Aaron lot Taylor of uh, little cameos in that action. film that where you go, they've just driven down to Hollywood for the afternoon. But got their makeup done and just appeared on screen for like a second. <laughs> yeah, and they've got good old Hiroyuki Sanada. Mm. He plays the same character yeah. in every film I've seen. <laughs> um, I just I watched Bullet Train. I was quite excited to see how they did it. And I have to, I have to say the Bullet Train itself looked kind of cool. Wasn't remotely like an actual Bullet Train. No. Like, this looked like it was quite fun. There was like a bar cart yeah. and some other cool stuff. 
Um, the bit that annoyed me was the just endless jokes about Thomas the Tank Engine that I think <laughs> they thought were really funny. Right. And it just and, uh, carried on. The, the, like, the, you're the, like Percy, isn't it, mate? You're like James. I you're can't remember fucking his name, fat uh, controller. I can't. The, the annoying thing is that you know for a fact they will have had to have spoken to, uh, I don't know, who had Thomas the Tank Engine? The Reverend J. Auden. He's probably long dead, but uh, mm. whoever wrote, uh, and, and who's ever the beneficiary of the Thomas the Tank Engine uh, uh, dynasty. Um, the yeah, he was. Uh, is it? I can't remember his name. That that actor's name. He plays Paperboy in Atlanta. Um, his uh, his English accent was all over the place. Yeah, it was Good pretty bad. God. Oh, what, mate? What we're we gonna do? We've got to get the rubber. It's just ridiculous. But uh, yeah, it was quite fun. But yeah. they, they just got worse and worse as it went on. And I don't know. I, I won't recommend it. But and also, it wasn't filmed at all in Japan. It's all just one big yeah. back lot in LA. To be fair, though. Filming in Japan, not going to be much fun, let alone on a bullet train. Though we did no. report a few weeks ago that you can rent a bullet train. You no. can rent a whole carriage on a bullet train now. So maybe we could uh, restage and reshoot a superior sequel mm. with some better dialogue that doesn't involve a fucking reference to Thomas the Tank Engine every fucking <laughs> sentence. Anyway, we've got a story this week from Alexander. I'm happy. Dear Chris and Pete, hello, ex- hello, ex- uh, hello, Alexander from Australia oh, here. Hello. And I, I'm so excited. Earlier this year, you travelled up to Hokkaido. Um, I was also in Hokkaido at the same time as you, and I went to Abashiri and uh, Kushiro. The day before I planned to arrive in Kushiro, I looked up Kushiro City Museum, and I saw pictures of the museum and saw that it's an unusual shape with a domed roof. The next day, I typed Kushiro City Museum into Google Maps and set off, and I got off at the right bus stop and saw a sign with the name Kushiro City Museum. <laughs> it's just, it's not like a drinking game. Take a <laughs> shot every time. Yeah, Kushiro City Museum. Um, to the left of the sign to Kushiro City Museum, there was a large building with a dome roof. It seemed a bit different from the pictures I'd seen the previous night, but there was a sign next to it, and it had a domed roof, so it must be the right place. I went inside and noticed there was a big shoe locker at the entrance. Now I know that you often have to take off your shoes when going inside buildings in Japan, but I had never been to a museum which required you to do this. So I started removing the shoes, and when a man asked me if I was a teacher, I said no and continued taking off my shoes. Soon, another man appeared uh, in a suit and announced that he was the principal of the school. Then the penny dropped. I wasn't in the Kushiro City Museum. (laughs) I'd broken into a random junior high school. Oh, dear. And through my broken Japanese, I managed to tell the principal that I was a tourist simply looking (laughs) for a museum, which he pointed out to me, and I was on my way. Turned out to be 100 metres down the road. My question to you guys is, have you ever gone inside the wrong building in Japan because of a language error or some other misunderstanding? Your friend... Alexander breaking <laughs> into schools. Um, <laughs> thank God he found out pretty quickly yeah. what was going on. I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't sound like this. Like, yeah, I mean, there can't be that many wrongs uh, cutting around if uh, you're able to just waltz into a school unmolested, so to speak. Yes. Wrong word to use, but you know what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think I ever have actually wandered into the wrong building per se. Well, mm. I can't be, no, have you? Have you ever no, done I that? Um, You've broken into a school. No, I've sort of broken in. I've I've got into uh, uh, places, usually bars that uh, um, I probably shouldn't be in because they're really expensive. But other than that, no, not really. <laughs> that's not theft. That's that's, that's not breaking, and that's just alcoholism. Yeah. Um, we've got a story this week though about a real crime. Yes. Uh, and I, it's it's a ridiculous story because you kind of think this thing would be illegal already. Yeah. And I don't really get it. 
but lead us in to this happy story, Pete. Yeah, this uh, this is obviously something that we've spoken about before. We've um, spoken about um, people um, having like unwanted advances on 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 trains and, and crowded places, um, on 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 at commuter time. Um, but this is the. Um, I mean, it's just again, like you said, it's inexplicable that this is uh, taken so long to actually get banned. Um, lawmakers are introducing Japan's first laws against taking sexually exploitative photos or videos of others without consent. Photo voyeurism. Uh, the bill against that uh, would prohibit acts such as upskirting and secret filming of sexual acts. Until now, such criminal cases had to be prosecuted under local prefecture laws, like state laws, uh, which obviously change mm. from state to state. Um, and this is basically a part of a wider overhaul of Japan's laws on sex crimes, which will uh, also expand the definition of rape, which I imagine probably, knowing the Japanese laws, probably doesn't go as far as they need to be. Um, but uh, it criminalises the act of taking photographs of people being manipulated without their knowledge in sexual positions. Um, you can't film children in a sexual manner, manner without justifiable reason. Uh, I would very much like to know what that justifiable reason is. Um, but in 2021, Japanese police re- uh, uh, arrested 5,000 people uh, for clandestine uh, photography, a record number, and about three times the cases in 2010. Obviously, the camera phone, obviously a big, uh, a big change around uh, in that mm. situation. And they uh, and and Japan's, uh, as far as I know, is the only country where, if you buy a camera, if you buy a mobile phone. Um, they basically have to install audible shutter sounds on their mobile devices. Yeah, that's right. So if you buy like a camera from uh, from from from, uh, from Japan, or you buy a mobile phone, you can't turn the camera shutter sound mm-hmm. off or down because of people like this, basically. Uh, and it's uh, incredible, isn't it? uh, which is incredible. So um, there's there's loads of different Asian countries that have got laws against voyeurism, but they're obviously very very varied. Um, but Japan's um, finally um, trying to close a load of loopholes uh, that vary from state to state. Um, it's not something I've ever seen uh, personally, but there is a massive culture online of, of, of you know, that sort of vibe uh, from Japanese uh, the amateur pornographers, I suppose I would call them, uh, at best, uh, absolute dodgy bastards at, at, the, uh, at the worst. And so mm. hopefully this will sort of, um, you know, try and close the loop on that, but... Where there's a will, where there's a way, so to speak. So, but we just hope that uh, it's just a, if you get do get caught, which a lot of people don't, um, you're allowed to sort of use the laws correctly. Yeah, no, I mean, I I guess one reason it's such a big problem is because obviously mass transit, particularly in Tokyo, is so widely adopted. Mm. Um, while we love our cars in the West, in Japan, in Tokyo, most people just rely on trains, and they are very crowded. They are very busy. It's a very dense city. And I haven't really seen anything um, like of this caliber, but I have seen some pretty shady behavior on mm. trains before. And I don't know, I, I feel people on Japanese trains, that yeah, when it, when it happens to them, they don't know how to act, and it's sort of, it's a really nasty thing. Like, on a, if it happened on a, 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 a train in London, I think people would scream and shout, and yeah. lots of people would get punched, but mm. people are a bit more kind of reserved here and they'd probably just be more reluctant to yeah. outwardly say anything in the moment which is why these bastards get away with it but uh, yeah. yeah I'll never forget the day I got my phone and I realised that I couldn't turn off the shutter sound I was like what the hell is this and then when I found out that that was the reason why I was like oh my god like you feel um, like you're part of the problem although, don't you because you like, cause you're like well oh, yeah, I, I feel mean, sleazy I every time it, I take clearly, a photo clearly not enough people can be trusted with it they're, they're actually having to change the shutter sound. It's incredible. I know, it? right? Yeah. 
I wonder at what point they instigated this rule, though. Like, mm. I wonder how far down the line of camera manufacturers and phones did they introduce it. Um, but it feels like that didn't really stop anything because, truth be told, there are ways around that. And people who are like messed up, people that are into this, they can easily find ways around it and hack their phones anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely much welcome. Definitely much welcome and much needed yeah. um, for sure. Um, yeah. We've got a story this week. Oh, actually, before that, yeah. let's just dive into. A little break, and then we'll come back with the fax machine, your stories, comments, and questions. Dive into the ads. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension, so you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. And we're back with the fax machine. I was so eager and excited to read out this first one uh, that I nearly skipped yeah. the ad break. But here we go. What break. we got, Pete? We don't need... Forget the we ad don't break. Need income. We don't need advertorial <laughs> cash. 
We just need to go right into the fax machine. Hi, Crispy Chris and Peppery Pete. Uh, this is from Marius. I'm planning my first visit to Japan with a mate of mine, and we're currently thinking about heading to Fukuoka and then renting a car there to explore Kyushu by car for a couple of days. Do you think it's worth it uh, doing that? Uh, and uh, do you have any tips for spots in Kyushu, especially ones that only really become accessible once you have a car? Cheers, Marius. What's like in the middle of Kyushu, Chris? Because I've only ever been to the coast, and I and, and obviously mm. they're quite well served for uh quite well served when you're on a train but like in the middle of the country there's got to be some fun stuff in there surely well i mean kyushu's one big mountain range and right slap bang in the middle mountain is aso <laughs> too much volcano genuinely yeah, if you look yeah, at a map the aso caldera is slap bang in the middle and that would yeah. get my vote and to get to it and to really appreciate it you do need a car to get up right, it, right yeah okay uh fair. to drive up it or to get a decent view so yeah mount aso would be the real prize or um we did it on the cycle. We cycled from uh, Nagasaki to Kumamoto across these stunning islands, and there's just so many volcanoes. Like, I think Kyushu must be the most volcanically active part of Japan. Um, no, I think it is because you've got, you know, Mount Aso, which was smouldering away when we were there. Uh, you've got Sakurajima volcano overlooking the uh, the bay at Kagoshima. So yeah, I would, uh, Kyushu, one of the best places to get around by car. There are bullet trains. They just recently opened a bullet train to Nagasaki, so you can get there in record time, nice and quick. Or you can get from Fukuoka to uh, Kagoshima by bullet train as well. But for seeing it the best way, for sure, take a car. You won't regret it. And Mount Aso is top of my list, as well as Kurokawa Onsen as well. Also in the song, Too Much Volcano, which is coming up to its second year anniversary. That's oh, depressing. You should do a re-release. We've got a sequel. With a remix. Re-release. <laughs> we had, um, I think we had someone approach us about doing an LP mm. and getting it on like a vinyl, which would have been amazing. But I, I, it kind of happened towards the tail end of the success of the song, and I wondered <laughs> if anyone would buy it. In hindsight, they probably would have, and I kind of regret it now, so maybe I should reconsider. Especially as I got a rec- I recently got a record player myself, and I've been collecting records. It's my new favourite thing. Oh, um, yeah! I spent an inordinate long amounts of time at Tower Records in Shibuya yesterday, buying up records at reasonably big prices. And, and this- uh, God, I just love records. I love the way the artwork takes front and centre in a way that you know we don't have anymore because yeah. you just play it out your bloody iPhone or whatever. You can't really appreciate. The music, and also I find I pick and choose songs that I like naturally these days. Um, and so by having the the actual album on record, you get to appreciate it the way the artist intended, which is what we would do with Too Much Volcano. Try and get some of those remixes because some of the remixes were better than the real song. Yeah, you could bundle those all, all on as well. I mean, I, I would say that uh, surely um, people who sort of like collect vinyl in Japan, we'd spoken about like the second market in in, in Japan and how they look after everything they ha- they own. Um, I'm very much interested to see like what the second-hand sort of market of, uh, of vinyl is in Japan. Is mm. that, even in like kind of like hard offs and stuff, I don't see a lot of records. Is that, is that is that fair to say? I can't remember. They do have yeah, they do have record record collections in hard off, but they're not very good. They're not very right. extensive. They're quite small. Yeah. But generally, you know, they're very good condition. Um, people take very good care of their things here, and um, yeah, you can pick yeah. up a record in excellent condition that's been around thirty, forty years quite easily. At a price, mind you. <laughs> but quite the price. Yeah. We've got a story this week from Arnold uh, from uh, Netherlands. It says, Dear Chris and Pete, it's Golden Week, and I stayed at an upper hotel for three nights. I've come to the conclusion that one night is the absolute maximum I can do. Upper 
is the EasyJet among hotels. I think it's more like the Ryanair of hotels, to be honest, Arnold. Uh, agree or disagree? Uh, could you do a top five on chain hotels in value? Oh, that'd be fun, oh. wouldn't it? That'd be a bit of fun. Can you think of any? I've got... There's, there's, there's <laughs> Upper. Upper right. Hotels. Hotel My Stays. Super Hotel. I always thought Super Hotel sounded like an awful name. Then I stayed at one. And they've got a little sofa that turns to a, a bed. Oh, next to your bed. Super, and I was like, super. wow, that is yeah. super. I've, I've only stayed super, in an upper, to be honest. And, and uh, there's one in, in Shibuya that's got, like, up the hill. Uh, there's uh, past the yeah. hotel district that's, like, got, like, this weird room where there's, like, an outside sort of weird balcony. Sort of like an outside dojo <laughs> uh, slash right. bird box slash human bird box. It's very strange. Uh, but it's worth a visit if you're, if you're in the area. It's nice and cheap. I mean, if you request the top room, you do get a weird added bird box you can stand in. What the <laughs> hell? God, no. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Upper Hotel, I think I... I actually, the last time I stayed in one was in um, Kagoshima, when we did the cycle. And we were all quietly dreading it, because Upper Hotels, the rooms are formidably small. Mm-hmm. There's a little racist book in there, uh, written by the people that own the hotel, who have some rather interesting ideas about history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no, very nationalist. It's quite an interesting read about, yeah, uh, uh, how Pearl Harbor didn't happen. I think mm. I I read on the first chapter or something. But uh, you get that. Uh, you get a pillow that is so thin you have to sort of fold it over five or six times. Um, but like, it's it's very small. It's very cheap. It it does the job. But you do because the walls are really thin. The rooms are really small. You can hear people. Like next door, and it's kind of like, oh, can you actually sleep well in there? Um, especially if Pete Dolson's your neighbour, and he comes <laughs> back stumbling drunk, smashing up his room like he, he did box. in Osaka. Yeah, that was his bird box. I remember that when Pete opened the door to his upper hotel room in Osaka. I've never seen such filth I was, and such I'd rubbish. I'd a camera. It was just a lot of bits it wasn't in a, a camera. camera. It was just <laughs> a lot of stuff, all right? I just, just it's had like, a lot of stuff. You were there like one with. night. <laughs> and he came in with a suitcase. He must have just opened it and just tipped it upside down. It was yeah, a shit shame. I'll do it again. But but it is cheap. Um, other hotels, Hotel My Stays, they're a little bit more expensive, but the rooms are way nicer. Super mm. Hotel, Root Inn, which are slightly bigger rooms than Upper. Not very good beds, but they do have a, a like a spa area, Ew. which I think you stayed in one, didn't you, in um, Sapporo. And you were like, my room's got a spa. And you were yes. very excited about that. Yeah, yeah. lovely. Until you found the the used mask that had been left under your bed and not cleaned, <laughs> that took some of the magic away. And the last one is the uh, Candeo Hotel chain, which are a little bit pricier, um, but they've got really nice baths on the roof of the hotel. And I did right. do a video with Natsuki where we stayed in one called Day of My Life Tokyo Edition. And uh, Natsuki and I ate loads of gyoza, were physically sick, and then relaxed in the hot spring. So check those ones out. One last one from Fadel, uh, Fadel from Indonesia. He says, "Hello there." Spartan Christ. I like that. <laughs> Spartan <laughs> Spartan Christ and conniving Pete. I feel like I got the long straw there. I'm Fadel from uh, Indonesia. I was wondering, is riding a moped or scooter as common in Japan as it is in Southeast Asia? And if so, is it possible for tourists to rent one? Keep up the good work. Take care of yourselves, Fadel from Indonesia. Um, I've never rented a moped or a scooter, but I was talking to my friend Ian the other day, the... Uh, coordinator the journey across japan and the secret to my success <laughs> and there's a new service called something it's called something like cooler or something and you can just 
like rent a um, like an e-bike and mopeds, or not mopeds, like a scooter, at different stations, and you get on it, you can drive it to the next station, then leave it there and ditch it. Um, for the love of God, I can't get my app working, so I'd love to do it, but he swears by it, and it's his new favourite thing. Yeah, It's way cheaper than getting a taxi ride, a 3,000 yen taxi ride. Uh, you can now just do for 300 yen on a rented scooter. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd, I'd go for that. But I do need to check out the name of the app, so let me get back to you on that. But uh, yeah, have you? You've never rented a automobile in your time in Japan, have you, Pete? No, I've Given not. You couldn't I'm drive sort of last time. To, well, I bought I bought a new car uh, <clears throat> last week, um, so I'm sort of getting oh. used to sort of driving uh, a slightly bigger. Well, I, I say slightly bigger, much bigger car. But um, I think I could sort. Of, I think I'm equal to any goddamn rental car, wherever you may want to give it to me, so to speak. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've got. I've also got a scooter as well. I've also got a moped. It'd be quite fun, to sort of scoot around on a little moped because the roads are generally quite safe i mean i wouldn't trust myself in yeah uh in in, in like korea was quite dicey i simply recall with the old uh mm. with the old scooters Taxi flying drivers around, there, terrifying. Yeah, quite quite wild but yeah yeah i'd fancy it what car did you upgrade to oh i'm not or telling purchase? you because it is embarrassing and you will take the piss <laughs> tell me well what is it what is it i sold i went to the dealership uh with a fiat 500 uh, automatic and uh, and mm. and he said, right, you you this this is how much I'm giving you. And I was like, right, okay. I mean, that's not much money, is it? Um, that's I I see <laughs> I see why you're a dealer. Uh, and uh, I went right. Uh, she, she went, this is the cars we got. I went, all right. Well, 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 if I put like a couple of grand down, I can have that that Jaguar. <laughs> so I got a fucking Jaguar. What, Chris? <laughs> I got, got a Jaguar? I got a ten year old. Are you? I got ten year old Jaguar, which is. Uh, not you, Les, impli- uh, compliant, Chris. So it does cost me money to drive into town, but, you know, what are you going to do? <clears throat> Holy shit. That's quite the so, upgrade. Yeah. You've gone from, like, a Absolutely toy insane. car to I, a proper I'm, car. I have no idea why. I mean, I'll probably find out why it was so cheap. But I was like, look, I'm, <laughs> look I've, I've, I bought my first car was a Fiat 500. Let's have a bit of fun with this stupid car for a bit. But it was, yeah, it was only, like, it was a little bit more than my Fiat. And I was like, how come? Because that's a lot more car. <laughs> To, to, yeah, I guess I guess it's because um, the insurance is more right, and also the fuel. Yeah, but that yeah, yeah, but why would it be? Yeah, but why? Yeah, but the, the, the dealer doesn't care about that. He just cares about you know selling a car. So why is it? I just don't understand second-hand cars at all. I really. wonder. Yeah, I bizarre. wonder. Maybe Jaguar's gone out of fashion, or maybe it's quite expensive to repair. Mm. I don't know. I'm kind of jealous, you yeah. bastard. What? Wasn't supposed <laughs> to be this way. I mean, to be fair, I've got a Honda Fit, so yeah. you could have bought a fucking clown car and you would have one-up me. But I don't really just... If I used it as much as you did, I'd probably get a good car. But given I drive like once uh, every 10 days at oh, this I can't, point, I can't park it's it. not really worth it. I can't it. park it anywhere. It's, it's absolutely unparkable. Park not in this street. Good God. But yeah, How I just don't it? understand which it. One, just, which one is massive. it? It's massive. Absolutely massive. It's just, mass- it's just massive, Chris. Massive it is. Oh, what are you going to do with it? I just drive it around. Well, I, go, I, go and, I just drive around quite a lot. I'm going up to Liverpool uh, next week for uh, it's Eurovision in Liverpool next week, so I'm going up to watch uh, a wrestling show. Would you believe? <laughs> Very <weird. laughs> naturally, naturally, yeah, naturally. And you'll be driving in style. Well, well done. <laughs> exactly. I, I suppose. Congratulations are in order. You've leveled up. <laughs> You're in the mate. big boys' league now Cheers, with the cars. Man.
<laughs> Keep the story. I'm disappointed you didn't get the Toyota pickup truck. I know. There's always know. next time. I know. There's always, always next time. <laughs> Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to Abroad Japan Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week, guys. Talk over again. But for now, no matter where you might be, out in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. We'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad Japan Podcast. Bye for now. Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.